sometimes it is difficult to understand, in our minds, exactly what it is that we are right in the middle of. I'm talking about us being here, on this earth, that exists within our solar system, within our galaxy, within our universe, that is totally beyond our comprehension to grasp, with regard to its functionality, size and majesty. We wake up in the morning and go through our morning routine, just another day and we focus on those things which are directly around us. Our personal needs, our family, and our responsibilities start to fill the minutes of our waiting day. Yet while we do these routine things we are hurling through space at nearly 67,000 miles per hour around our sun and our solar system is moving at about 500,000 miles per hour as it rotates around our galaxy. And then, just to make it interesting, our galaxy is expanding outwards at 1,300,000 miles per hour through space. And while this is all happening, we calmly pour our morning coffee directly into our coffee cup. And our focus is on what we see, our coffee. The other morning I woke up from a vivid dream where I was apparently slightly elevated above a meadow, moving along rolling hills, smelling the beautiful smells of flowers and fresh air, effortlessly, and it was beautiful. It kind of felt like one of the two-wheel devices you can stand on and drive around that you see on television sometimes. And when I woke up from this dream I was immediately aware of the fact that this is the corrupted earth that I was looking at and this is nothing to what God has in store for us. Nothing. And yet, even in its corrupted state, the marvel of it all is that it can still be so beautiful. Who hasn't marveled at the beauty of a clear blue sky? That's why I put the scripture from 1 Corinthians 2-9 at the top of this post. Most word translations of this verse use the word hearts versus minds. Most scholars reference this quote that Jesus made to it is written to Isaiah 64-4 KJV which reads For since the beginning of the world men have not heard, nor perceived by the ear, neither hath the eye seen, O God, beside thee, what he hath prepared for him that waiteth for him. Did you ever wonder why Jesus used the word hearts versus minds? I think he used hearts versus minds because the heart is where our contentment resides, where love lives, where the essence of our being is realized. And appropriately, our hearts are where Jesus links the fulfillment of God's promise and purpose for us. Sometimes, most times, we focus far too much on what we see and what we hear within this corrupted world. We focus far too much on our own circumstances. We are to be in this world but not of this world. Our hope, our end state per se, is not here on earth, it is in heaven within the presence of God. Even this physical life that we hold on to so tightly is but a foreshadow of what is to come. We are to walk not after the flesh but towards and within the Spirit, that which works and takes consideration of, not only what we see and hear but also what God's Holy Spirit within us opens our spiritual awareness to. This is what Jesus was aware of when He walked this earth, God the Father's holiness, God the Father's purpose, God the Father's will, God the Father's love that was demonstrated to us through His Son Jesus and His obedience to the Father. And after the resurrection, the apostles and disciples of Christ were aware of this realization too. It's what drove the Apostle Peter to push aside the direction of man and obey God. It's what drove Paul to fight the good fight, to press forward, to look beyond the physical and comprehend and appreciate the spiritual reality that is all around us and that which is to come. Acts 5 29 Neve Peter and the other apostles replied, We must obey God rather than human beings. 2 Corinthians 4 8-10 NIV We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in our body the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our body. How's that for an enticing overview of our practical Christian walk? Jesus gave His physical life here on earth that we might be at one with our Heavenly Father. He endured the pain and suffering of the cross, to do for us what we cannot, in and of ourselves, do for ourselves. I am the way, 
the truth and the life. Who else would dare say that? Jesus rose from the dead that we might believe in our spiritual life beyond this physical death. Because I live, you also shall live, Jesus said. Jesus defeated the consequences of sin and death for us. By His perfect obedience and sacrifice He opened the way for us to be at one with our Heavenly Father, to be made holy, to be a new creation. Jesus promised us that just as He now has a glorified new body, so shall we. In the twinkling of an eye we shall be changed. Mortals will put on immortality. We shall see Him as He is, we shall know in full and we shall be satisfied. And I believe it. No, my physical senses do not always make my mind aware of all that is happening around me. I am in fact whirling through space while pouring my coffee. Nevertheless, just because I am not mentally aware of what is happening, it doesn't stop the reality of what is really happening, from happening. In like manner, we are shown by God to focus not just on what we see or hear but also on what God tells us in His Holy Word, about that which He has prepared for us, while we are here, while we dwell within this physical body, on the physical planet, but also to be mindful and focus on that which is to come and the reality that God is, now, here today and it is indeed a different perspective, a different view from the heart, beyond the oftentimes limits of our mind. Worthy is the Lamb. Blessings.